boom, this memory card's almost full. We're finally, we've done it. Hey, there we go. Pool of content. are in there with comedy videos i i think if i were just a normal person i was looking at that i'd be like what the what the (laughs) hell is this guy just the mix of stuff yeah yeah uh hey that was was a perfect slow roll look at that that was clean uh yeah how do you feel about the word content i i kind of like content yeah like saying you make like you make content i have to it it feels less forced than it used to yeah and I also, in my day job, have to use the word content pretty frequently. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm just kind of rolling with it. Okay. Yeah, because, well, I mean, I feel like content is, like, admitting that, like, hey, you really don't have to pay attention to this. <laughs> like, to me, to me, the word content sounds like space. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm just making space. I'm just making uh, noise That's the the thing about kind of, because, like, content, social media and content culture and all that stuff, it's kind of like, I don't give a shit what you make or who you are. Just fill up the feed. Yeah, you're just... It, so it's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, in a way, like, it's a word that I kind of, like, don't always like, but it's kind of, like, unpretentious by nature because it kind of, by nature, is like, hey, I'm, like, I'm not saying this is good. <laughs> this is yeah. just... Like, the world needs... The, there's these holes that need to be filled by something, and yeah, I'm going to... So, Put something in there. So for somebody like us, writers in Los Angeles, if you will, <laughs> uh, we, yeah, for us, we, we need to be taken down a peg is maybe what a you're little, saying. Like yeah, it helps on, us. honestly, yeah. like I'm like, I, I like, I would never say like a video I worked hard on as content, but I, I guess I'm being just more pretentious than the people who say that. But hey, I guess I, I also have a different philosophy. Because like content to me is a person who is truly just turning on their camera and making something. And send it and zip it in on out. There's a, I follow a dude named Gerald Stratford, Stratford Gerald on the socials. Uh, he's an older, that guy's got to be like 70, like, 80. He's, he's like a British, he's an English farmer. He, <laughs> he just grows giant vegetables. Yeah. And you know what? I love that guy. Totally. I mean, like the, I mean, that's like podcasts are just our content. Yeah. Right. Like you would never spend time on a, like you could spend time on the production aspect of it. And like getting better at like being quick and stuff, but like it's not like it's not like a deep craft, you know. So Definitely you're, you're just filling noise. It's like, in fact, whenever I listen to a podcast and it's actually good, I don't listen to it because I'm like, I'm, I'm working. I don't, I don't want something that I that's going to take my attention from my work. It took a long time for me to get into curated, scripted podcasts. Like, yeah. So there is like a version of it that is like the Breaking all, Bad of the Magnus Archives. Repli- all, all that Repli- stuff all is awesome. Reply all so good, man. I, I just I think I just stumbled upon like the five best episodes in a row, and I'm just like, this is this is insane. I'm a solid, what eighty episodes into Magnus Archives. Do you, do you feel like you can? So a show like that that uh, I guess we didn't, it's just kind of like a really good journalism podcast, right? Oh, Ma- Magnus Archives for, is or, fiction. It's like it's like a fiction thing. It's a horror. Do podcast. you feel like you when you listen to that? Are you just like in your? Uh, is that getting all of your attention? Are you like just like eating food and listening to it? Or will you listen to that when you work? It's a uh, not when I work, but if I'm like cooking or something where I don't Super need mindless. my whole brain. 
Uh, I will listen to that guy describe whatever disturbing scenario he has created this week. Okay. And, uh, and that shows it, it's a lot of fun and there's like an overarching like mythos and story to it. Yeah. Like evil books and their <laughs> evil collectors and you know, all that's, I love that stuff. Okay. It's great. All right. And, you know, speaking of uh, a premium, uh, Premium content. Yeah, premium content. Now that's pretentious. <laughs> now they made it for, uh, which I, I, you know, I view our podcast as premium content. It I, is premium I, I content. Would ho- I would hope people aren't doing anything other than listening to this. Yeah, but it's like it's like accidental premium content. <laughs> it's like by nature of uh, us being here, not necessarily what we do. Actually, you know what I would consider content: the Nintendo Power magazine. I think it's hey. just like it's just space, uh, and that's what we do in this podcast. We read. All of the Nintendo Power magazines. We're currently on issue or volume 22, the March volume yep. of 1991. I'm Weston Lee. I'm a uh, writer not, in Los Angeles. Uh, we did not. I'm Brett. I'm a content creator. Uh, we are content creators in Los <laughs> I'm Angeles. Pre- I'm a premium content creator in Los Angeles. I'm kind of a content facilitator also, depending on what hat I'm wearing. At I'm a uh, premium content creator in Hollywood. You're a copywriter when you do the copy for the episodes. Hey, there we go. Uh, that's a kind of content creator. It's like a kind of a content assisting assistment creator. Um, <laughs> that's not a word. Yeah, I. I mean, I mean, I actually do think I, like I, there is a respect, like the idea of just being so like there is a vulnerability to being a con- like a person who's constantly posting that I, I don't think I could handle. Yeah, you got to free up, you free yourself up to get it wrong, man. Yeah, like, which, like with your book. Yeah, yeah, no. Which I, <laughs> we were talking about that before we started recording. Yeah, no. It is like I. That's why I like working in groups because um, it's nice to work with people who don't do that, and then I get to be the person who takes too long, and then we have I have people pulling it. Then you get a, you know that push and pull. Uh, yeah. I, so like my yeah, the thing I do with a group uh, at a group I think is helpful, but by myself is detrimental to the process, which is weird. Uh, if, we're, if we're getting really re- real about how we compensate for our flaws in, in a creative setting, <laughs> for the longest time, I kind of treated my serious work, like my filmmaking, or I write books, and it's like, that's over there, comedy's over here, and it's the cheap stuff I do for fun. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of my safety net, where it's like, well, I don't have to worry, because if I'm bad, it's like, well, I've got the books. Oh, yeah, you, you like have that, yeah, you kind of like decide to put one thing to be like, this is like, you know, it's like you do that thing where you're going to say, this is going to be great. And this is my master. You know, and all that does yeah. is uh, I don't think it makes it worse, but it just makes it take way longer than it needs to to get made. Yeah. And then you start to hate the process because you can't yeah. ever finish anything. And then it's like always. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely not the way to do it. <laughs> no, I mean, it is a way to do it, but it's it makes me miserable. When yeah, I it's do not it. fun and it takes too long. Speaking of, we should get into the. The cover. It's Metal Storm, and there's it's a robot. There's, yeah, there's a little robot figurine on the oh, cover. It's like a transformer. Yeah, it's it's got that. Uh, it's a little Macross or Gundam esque. The robot. Uh, yeah, my kind of robot, if you will, a '80s robot. Well, isn't isn't your new book? Don't you have robots in it? Big old robots. Uh, there are tiny. There's not big robots like this one that fight in space with guns. Oh, but tiny robots? There's little robots. No, thanks. Helper robots. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, you got a little bit of robots, but yeah. no like. On the, on the spaceship, they have, they have a little crab claw hand, and they, <laughs> they kind of just scuttle around and do stuff and put out fires if they have to. And, you know, yeah, that's fun. Robots are great. They have their own little walkway so in the like top little, of the hallway. Little Roombas. Yeah, they're little. <laughs> they, it sounds like they're kind of cute in a weird way. Yeah. 
because uh, they have legs and they skitter. That's cute. I mean, honestly, tiny robots are cute. I mean, tiny anything is cute. It's like, um, like same with like dogs. You know, like a big dog looks cool, right? A big dog's cool. A tiny dog, cute. I, I'm totally down. Some cute dogs I find annoying though. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, that's because like, um, isn't that the whole? Because they're like just not trained. <laughs> Because you don't, you don't technically yeah. have to train a small dog because it won't kill anyone if it doesn't get trained. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you want it to be to obey you so a hawk doesn't <laughs> swoop in and take it away. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There's a, oh God, there was something else I wanted to say about that. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like if a robot was too cute, like a, you know, if there was a robot vacuum, like a little rabbit, a little cartoon rabbit that was like vacuuming my floors. It's cute. There's a limit. That I would tolerate. Oh, you think you, you like you? Well, I mean, cute doesn't necessarily mean good. And, and touche. You know, it's just it's cute. Um, and I actually do think that small, big philosophy does like a small cup or like a small fork, cute. Big fork, cool. <laughs> right. I think it, big things can be cute, also. Though, really, do I wouldn't. Well, what's something big that you would say is cute? Uh, like a really adorable bear, but also. But the, bears are cool, man. They're not. Like a panda bear, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, like a cute bear. You know what I'm talking but about? But the thing is, when I think of a cute bear, I think of a cub. <laughs> I'm thinking of a little tiny cub. But what if its face was really small and its body was really big? <laughs> no, that's like a Dark Souls boss. and that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm spooked. <laughs> Touche. Uh, the, the animal uh, guy that wants you to subscribe to Nintendo Power is back. Uh, yeah, lit, yeah. Lit in the light of a blood moon. Speaking of not cute or cool. <laughs> this little fucker. This guy lives down the street, and he's a couple years older than you. He's in high school, but for some reason, he always wants to hang out with you every day. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't even want to talk about him. <laughs> and he starts talking. About, okay, we can move on. <laughs> Unless you have, do you have any big thoughts on the werewolf boy? Uh, I was about to make some jokes about what a creep he was. <laughs> oh yeah, go go for it. Yeah. What, oh what yeah, you, you know, you he, he's the kind of guy that like while you're playing Yo Noid, uh, his his Nintendo tape that he brought over. It's his only one. <laughs> Uh, he starts talking about all the pornography he's watched on scrambled TV this week. Uh, he's the kind of guy that like says that he's he's gonna go to a huge party and then gets drunk and throws up and passes out in the bushes outside. Yeah. Also, it's like someone's birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. He kind of like I I remember one time I um was like we did a Halloween in high school where me and my friends didn't go out because I guess. Technically, we weren't allowed to. There's a point where you're not allowed to. Was like, there a serial killer? Uh, no, well, we just, but we just like, uh, my dad wasn't home, so we just, we, we like did the candy for the house. Oh, okay. Uh, it was just like us, you know, group, and we we're doing the candy. It was, it was really fun. Uh, but just one person from our high school came to the door and rang down the doorbell, and he was just hammered. And he was just by himself. <laughs> was, it, was it like a paper bag with a bottle in it, or was it he just like? He was like drunk wandering around. And I was like, hey, but what, what's going on, buddy? And I think it's, uh, that, he, that reminds me of this wolf kid. Wow, yeah, that is, I think that's is exactly, we're yeah. talking about the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Nailbot. Oh, speaking of small and big, look at this big Game Boy a girl made. Yeah, this girl uh, made a Game Boy as tall as her. Um, her outfit is very modern also. She's got this kind of burnt orange sweater. Yeah, I guess, I guess like, I mean, isn't that fashion in general? Like, we're constantly like things going in and out. Yeah, I feel right. like we're going through a '90s phase a 90s right now. Phase so yeah, she she's uh, she looks like somebody to be walking down uh, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, she really does. She looks hip. Uh, it, it's someone uh, walking down with a big old Game Boy. 
Uh, yeah, Courtney Lewis, Woodbury Nye. Uh, did you did you notice the the battery pack thing in this mailbox? Uh, where? What's going on? So, Nintendo has gotten. My theory is they have gotten subtler with their uh, shilling for their accessories. Yeah. Because they've been pretty bad about it for a while there. Because they told that kid that his science fair project was garbage so that they could sell the multi-tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, I mean... Or they, the NES satellite. They find a way... All these kids who are sending in letters for us to read, they they find a way to spin it into an ad every time. Yeah. It's it, always like... <laughs> the caption on her admittedly cool picture of her with her Game Boy that's as tall as she is says, how many batteries does it take, or will you be coming out with a king-sized battery pack soon? Capitalized battery pack. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're just, you know, the point of this magazine is to, to get sales. It's, it's, it's uh, corrupt from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mentioned that because that is not the only time in this uh, mailbox that they... Try to, try to pull the, one over. They try to chill the battery pack oh, because really? there is... Oh, where is it? Oh, yeah. There's a letter, the very previous letter from Andrew Pavlicek in Lexington, KY. It's not Kai, it's KY. Uh, okay. He, he wants to get Ninja Turtles for Game Boy, and his mom says no. And then in school, like, he wants to play violin, but his mom said he has to learn to cello, and she makes a deal with the devil where if he learns to play cello, she will buy him that game and a battery pack capitalized. Oh yeah, that is. Um, uh, it, it yeah, is also it's possible that he wanted the battery pack, right? Yeah, yeah, that does sound like they did. They just add that. I don't know. Did, did they- yeah, or I, I mean, also that mom. That sounds like a scary deal. To uh, 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 if I want my game, I have to start. I have to learn how to play the cello. I don't. I don't know what mom this is, but that I'll buy you Super Mario Land two, six golden coins, but you have to go to law school. I don't think that. Yeah, totally. Like that kid. You are not going to film school. I don't think the kid realized <laughs> how how bad of a deal that was. He does say that he hates playing the cello at the end of the letter. <laughs> yeah, like he got like she just took like she. I mean, I, frankly, it's like. It's almost like he asked for gum, and she was like, "Oh, I, this is an opportunity for me to change his life." Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> I'm having a tough time forcing him to do things, but maybe I can barter with him. <laughs> uh, you should marry Tammy, and if you do, <laughs> I will I, get you pilot wings. And, and then yeah, he's like, "Well, pilot wings is fun, but Tammy, it's I don't feel <laughs> yeah, like I, don't, true I do love not like there. being married to Tammy." <laughs> It's still it's not, not working out. It's not going well. It's a bad trade. <laughs> yeah, so actually, like some of these letters are pretty funny. I thought the James Wong one was super funny. I love that. So the theme of this one is basically they asked for super fans to send in their freakiest, like the links they've gone to to get Nintendo tapes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it, James Wong is the first one. You want to walk through it? Yeah, I, I or or, it's, or maybe I'm reading the wrong one. I think I've actually got no. Justin was the one that I thought was funny. Okay, yeah, what's that one? We're uh, going backwards through the letters. Yeah, we're all over the place. I th- so he wanted Mario Bros. 3, and he did a tactic I would do as a kid, which was I, like, if I ever asked for anything, the answer was, like, no, and I'd get in trouble for asking. Right. But if I, so the strategy always was try to make them realize I want something without without 
Yeah, you're, you're without s- asking for you're it. You're seeding the space in your household with an idea. Yeah, like that was so. That's what he was trying to you're, do. You might say you were incepting them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Which honestly, I don't think that's the right pattern to be teaching your kid. But like, like that, I don't know if that's the right way to do it. But like, that's like that's what he was trying to do. He was just like constantly reading his like Mario Bros. Three book. He was like constantly talking. Oh, Mario Bros. Three was so cool. He was just constantly like, again, trying to incept his parents, like plant the seed. Yeah, uh, and he was going you know, doing that kind of classic thing. And then um, there's a point where his mom asked him what he wanted for his birthday. So right now that's a slam. You should just ask for the game. Yeah. Just ask for but, the, she obviously wants you to tell her, I want super Mario brothers three. In his head, he was still like, but I'm not falling for it. He still thought he needed to be like clever. So he, he kept on telling her he didn't want anything. And then like an hour later would be like reading the Mario Bros. 3 to try to incept her again. And I'm like, kid, just ask what you hear. Your scheme is no longer valid. You can you can just ask for it. She asked you what you wanted. But he still was like, I'm I'm gonna be clever on this one and uh 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 just not ever address that I want that. This is like the thing about like the pickup artist community that's always so weird and counterintuitive where it's like, wait, you mean that instead of just having a conversation with another human being and if you like talking to them, you just tell them you like talking to them and propose something? You No, you have to tell them they suck and make fun of them and then trick them and do magic tricks? Yeah, totally. Like, why do I have to do all those things? It's so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, that is the thing where, like, this whole story, which I thought was really fun and related to, but I'm like, no, this, like... This, these parents need to sit down and look in a mirror with their son, learn how to fucking communicate. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is also very similar to like a Christmas story with Ralphie wanting the BB gun. Yeah. Where he's just uh, on, a, on a, it's like a year long quest to get this gun for Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, at every turn, it's just, he's just not effective at it. Yep. And uh, like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's really it. That's that's the whole story. Uh, I loved, uh, since we are going backwards through the letters, yeah, James Wong from La Mirada, uh, CA. Uh, he, he was like part of the Mickey Mouse Club and used that to get to go to Nintendo <laughs> of America. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he wrote to the Mickey Mouse Club so that they would do a seg- segment on the Disney Channel of him going to Noah and hanging out with people uh, and to pretend to be a game counselor, which is, it's just bizarre that one, they're printing this letter here instead of making it its own feature. I I don't understand why it's here Two, It sounds like, you know, Hey, if you pull the strings with another company, you can go hang out at the company. That's not, I didn't do a great job of enunciating what's strange about this, but it feels very strange. I know. I mean, it, it, like right away, just be him saying like, I wanted to meet the Game Boy counselor. So I messaged Mickey Mouse. I mean, right away, it's like, what? It's the pickup artist thing. It's yeah. like, just say you want to go to Nintendo of America. Yeah. You don't need to go to Disney first. So, uh, yeah. This, 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 these letters are full of scheme, point, pointless schemes. <laughs> <laughs> Like a lot of them, yeah, they're all they are pointless. It's just like a lot of the times, every time I like these aren't like clever, like these aren't what you did with the Donkey Kongas, these aren't like clever <laughs> loopholes. These are just, yeah, every, like every story. I'm like, kid, you just gotta ask. Uh, and, and maybe your just parents aren't receptive to that, so that's why you don't do it. But uh, you know, I and kids are not, they're you not, gotta, you gotta ask it, you gotta just ask if these letters were from like. 30 year olds the schemes would be intricate yeah but they're like 
But you know, kids kids are kids are dumb. You know, they're not as they're not as clever as some adults. Some adults are smarter <laughs> than kids. Yeah. I'm I'm reminded of uh I don't know if this was a Nintendo Power Letter or somewhere else, but reading one year where somebody was gifted a Game Boy for Christmas and they had to go to dinner, but it was like no video games at the table and they didn't turn the volume down. And while they were saying grace, the kids started playing Tetris. <laughs> and it, like, <laughs> so you heard like the, the Game Boy like ding ding, ding, as ding. It turned, <laughs> it's like kid, just turn the volume down. <laughs> but you funny. know, a 30 year old would. Yeah. You'd, you'd have, you'd, you would be able to get away with that. Do you, do you feel like, do you ever like during like, Meetings? Do you do you feel like you're ever <laughs> playing video games secretly or something? Mm, who listens to this podcast? Yeah, yeah, maybe cut this out. Well, you, you would do the edit, so you can cut this out. Well, you can see behind me, I have this enormous monitor, and yeah. uh, my work stuff doesn't take up the whole monitor. Yeah, <laughs> and just leave it at that. Yeah. Reading Reddit. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready for the to to watch listen to this episode and uh, hear that question and hear you cutting in a thing saying, nope, never <laughs> you, you do editing like a really good response to that. I like, yeah, who listens to this? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe play it safe. I don't know. Make the call. It's up to you. Uh, all right. Metal Storm, the feature, big old robots. Did you, uh, have, you, have you played this game? I don't think I've played this game. No. I mean, I, I haven't played like any of these games. They're old. These are old video games. Like but. a side-scrolling robot video game. By far the best part of it is they just have a bajillion pictures in the layout of that little figurine they made, that little anime robot. Yeah. It's, it almost feels like a toy ad for time. Like, just it's like, so cool. It's a cool toy. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like it's got a minimalist design, so you know, like you can get a Gundam now that's like eighteen inches tall, and it's got like yeah. little plates on it and stuff, and lines and stuff. This one's just, just kind of like shapes and colors. I don't. How much do you like? Do you how, uh, do you like like big robot kaiju stuff? Is that are you into yeah. that? Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. You're you're. I it hasn't like it's not like a home base for me because like I, I don't I never really watched that stuff as a kid, but it, I do think it's like I, I like I do want to get into it. That stuff's cool. I mean, you know. I grew up watching Gundam Wing and Evangelion and Macross and Transformers was a little before my time, but I definitely had a Transformers phase as a kid. Yeah. It's like before the Ninja Turtles phase. And uh, yeah, all that stuff made to sell toys to kids in the 80s. I was that kid. Hey, you were, uh, they got you. And that's, yeah, speaking of uh, adult manipulation. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You want to jump ahead? (laughs) Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, did not mean to be a segue, but perfect. Uh, speaking here. of adult manipulation, Howard to Nestor. I actually have a, after reading this Howard and Nestor, I have a theory on Howard and Nestor. Okay, this is this is good because uh, the story of this one is not terrible. So, oh, I, oh, really? You don't? Oh, you don't hate it? Or I mean, you don't I like, just, it? like it? It. I had a hard time following it. Uh, so I think it's a Star Tropics themed one. See that that's so. My whole theory is like you know how we read that the the, the craziest one we've read so far is that duck one where they yeah like, the duck one is nuts. This clear, one has it. Yeah, it wasn't as crazy as that, but I actually had a hard time following it, and I, I think it was because I didn't know the game. I feel like if you don't oh. know, I think my theory is if you don't know the game because every single in Howard and Nestor, you know the comics of this thing, it's like they're icons of this, whatever, uh, of this magazine. Yeah. And they're always in a video game. And Doing my, the things in the video game. And my yeah. theory is if you don't know what the video game is, 
it will make zero, the whole comic will be absolute nonsense to you. Yeah. So, so in this issue, they've got a sub, Howard has a submarine and he wants it to submerge and it won't, sub, it's a submarine that won't go down, which, okay. Uh, maybe maybe see, that is a Star Tropics thing. See, that, that's the issue. It's like if you if you play Star Tropics, you might be like, "Oh, I understand. That's a thing that happens in the game." But for me, as a reader, I'm like, "Why the fuck are they in a submarine? Why do they want it to like?" It's well, that's imme- the question I had. See, like, how did they get immediately, here? Immediately, it's like, okay, there is so much shit they're throwing at me. Like, if I was reading this, not understanding, they're like in a video game world doing that video game stuff. So I was just right away, I'm like, they're in a fucking submarine. They need it to sink. Nestor's just chilling on a beach. This, this He's going to do zero work to help with this submarine problem. And there is zero. I am not grounded in this story at all. I am just confused. I want out. Yeah. So let's see what happens here. There are, there's, there's some good gags in it. I'll, I'll admit. But. Yeah. Howard goes to the lighthouse and there's this guy there that's like, you should talk to my wife. She's an expert on subs. And uh, there's a little get, bit of wordplay. Get ready for um, Nestor goes get, down. Get, now let's not brush over that. There's a little bit of wordplay. What, what's okay? The, can we say the joke? For subs, you should see my wife. She is the sub expert, a sub genius. What she can do with a sub, you wouldn't believe. And then, of course, the reveal later is that uh, it's submarine sandwiches, baby. Yeah, she. Uh, it's a party party size party subs. She yeah, it was submarine sandwiches. Uh, uh, so yeah, Howard's like doing all this stuff. Nestor, meanwhile, come on, it's a nice little pun. It's a great, it's a great pun. It's great work, comic. Uh, Nestor goes down into the submarine. I don't understand. Oh, he he's just like whatever. I'll take care of it uh, while you're doing all the work. And then he ejects himself out of the submarine with a robot. Um. Oh, it's it's Rob. It's Rob the robot, robotic operating buddy. Oh yeah, he he's one of the characters. He's a he's a Nintendo accessory and NES. You you got him with like gyromite and he spun tops and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I was looking. At the, I Never that. been in the comic before. No context. Yeah, like a, he's yeah. just there. That's the thing with this. Comic. Is that it's a Star like, Tropics thing? It must be. That robot must be a Star Tropics thing. That, that's what makes this whole thing confusing. It's just like all this crazy shit that's happening. I don't know that these are all video game references. So like to me, it's just all like, what the? Why the fuck did a dolphin come in and start talking? It's also worth pointing out, like, there's... This uh, is, she, she does uh, say that she could actually use the submarine sandwich to sink the sub. Yeah, because it's would, a giant sandwich. It's if a giant sandwich, it, and you if you would, ate it, you would sink the sub. Yeah, because you would weigh more. Meanwhile, Nestor um, <laughs> almost crushes himself with an airbag because yeah. he also does something wrong in the submarine, and then he... Crushes him. I don't. I don't know. Like he just. He's just destroying Howard's submarine. Like he's just taking yeah. it apart from the inside. He's not. He's not doing a great job there. And then Howard finds. And by the way, I don't remember if the other comics were this dense, but this is like five rows of panels on two pages. It's, it is a ton. It, it, of I know, panels. It's crazy, and it's just all nonsense. I. I it's, it's like a five-page comic in two pages. Like, the idea of being like, okay, so we have to like find out how to operate the sub. The solution that Howard gets is he finds like a scroll that he reads and he's like, "Whoop, that's it." That just I'm like, "What? What? Yeah. What?" So it's what? A, it's a code, <laughs> I, I guess. You punch into the sub, but of course, by the time he gets back, Nestor it, has sunk the submarine yeah. by punching a hole in the side of it. And then there's a dolphin clarifying why, because the dolphin had to provide exposition on the last panel, or we wouldn't understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one is dense. Like it's just it's it's to me it was just complete not. I mean I, I I think it's just if you don't know the video game it's 
it's absolute nonsense. Because it's not, Howard Nestor doesn't have story. Like, it's not a collection of, like, characters in a situation doing sensical things. It's yeah. just a series of video game references, right? Yeah. That's what it, it is. is. They're just in the video game, and everything that happens is just like, hey, this happens in this video game. Look at that. Hey, look at this. This happens in video games. Like, that. Like that's what this is. Like, they're trying to figure out how to sync the sub, but everything that's happening makes no fucking sense because they're just in the game. They're just like... Like, if you're on a mission to figure out more about subs, you don't go to a like a you know a secret base and type in a code and. Well, but maybe in Star Tropics, I mean that goes back to yeah. what you're saying. Maybe, I th- this one reminds me a lot of the one the was it the Dragon Warrior one where Nestor is trying to get d- drill into the X where the treasure is. Yes, uh, and that one was very clearly a Christian allegory. Like it yeah. was. Uh, Generations of nesters not following the word of God, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah, that one made sense. Yeah, that one made perfect sense. And this one, it just yeah, it's kind of a pale imitation of of like a more uh, godly work. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. I, it's, How did they get here? I mean, I don't know the plot of Star Tropics, but you start out on the island. Yeah, islands. Well, so I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the thing. I think the thing I forgot about Howard and Nestor is it's it's supposed to not make sense. And you're supposed to figure out it's 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 a puzzle. I you know why are they on this? Is this a lost scenario? I mean, it feels like lost. It's like it's a little losty. Yeah, it's like um, they wake up on this mysterious island full of subway sandwiches. Uh, I mean. Food's not a problem on this island. They got a huge sub. That thing will last for a couple of days. Yeah, well, like, where, like, I mean, if you're making big old subs, there's got to be, like, you don't make like a sub on grocery deserted, stores, there's gotta be, bakery. Like, there's got to be some sort of civilization here. A tomato farm. There's some, you know, interesting implications there. Um, yeah. I, did they, are they on vacation? Like, did they rent out? something on Maui or something and they're just trying to, I just don't like, and here's this robot. Yeah. Is the robot. In, this is really frustrating. Should we do a Garfield? comic? Yeah. I don't know. Like was it kind of, I feel like maybe like Howard, cause you know how like Howard's gotten what he's wanted. Like he's, he's kind of got Nestor wrapped around his finger. Yeah, like, as of late, like maybe he got bored of that and was just trying to like leave Nestor on this island, was you know his game plan. Yeah, that didn't work out though because Nestor, Nestor destroyed t- the submarine, <laughs> so they're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, they 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 have these recent comics because you remember the Contra one where they run into the guys hiking the Contra guys. Yeah, there's a real kind of like life partner Bert and Ernie quality to that. To them yeah. now, where it's like, yeah, they they travel together, they hike together, they go on yeah. vacation together. No man, it's it's like the early, more antagonistic, um, more abusive, more transparently abusive and incepty kind of dynamic is kind of gone. Yeah, it's given way to this kind of like equilibrium where, yeah, it's just Bert and Ernie, man. Yeah, I agree. Like it's kind of just in this point of stasis. Like I think. Uh, there, there must be different writers, is what happened. I think that there must be a different showrunner to the whole to the whole thing. Like, I, I think someone took over because I just there's no complexity here. They're just on vacation, eating subs. Yeah, it's um, it's honestly really disappointing. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. It's it's like it kind of feels like Howard Nestor was like 
It's like Game of Thrones. It's the final episodes. I just they're, they're dropping the ball. They got to do one that's as insane as the Ducktales one, right? Yeah, we'll, like, we'll get another Ducktales sometime. I mean, the thing is, like, it's 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 still like classically doesn't make sense. It's like classic Howard Nestor. Hey, you know, it's still like kind of like it feels like a puzzle, but I don't see the answer to the puzzle. And maybe I've just fallen behind. Maybe I'm getting dumber, and I'm not getting as good at analyzing this this comic. But it just feels like. I don't know. It it, it, it it kind of feels like it's a maze with no exit. The takeaway that I think is really important here is to go back to how dense this comic is. And you have to wonder, is this new writer Alan Moore? <laughs> it's Alan Moore. No, no, it's, it's definitely, but it's somebody who's like, this is my big chance to tell like a really complex adult story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but they got two pages. Like, there's just way too much stuff here. Yeah, honestly, like maybe if we read the um, eight-page version of this, it would be a masterpiece. It would be incredible. Yeah, like the collected um, Howard and Nestor, forward by Dave McKean. Man, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just think something went wrong. <laughs> something went wrong for sure. More features. Hey, maybe this Star Tropics feature will clarify for us what was so bizarre. I mean, that's as soon as I turned this page, I was like, "Oh, that's what this was," because like this that I didn't realize it was in Star Tropics until I turned to this. Um, but it, so this is the second Star Tropics feature. They started it last time. Yeah. And uh, is there anything here on a submarine? Do we find? It's just a bunch of maps. I mean, that it is Nintendo Power. This is what you get. But like, yeah. where's the? Fight fire monsters. I kind of want to play Star Tropics. There's, yeah, there's nothing I, on a submarine. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, I kind of want to want to play this game. But it looks like a real game. I don't know. I've got. I don't really have anything on it though. Uh, All right. Oh my god, this is a lot of pages. Uh, classified information. Yeah. I don't really have anything here. No, not really. The, they've got a little. Uh, it's weird that the Konami code, they're like kind of like calling it out as like, hey, here's like a code that works and everything. It's just, it's just interesting yeah. like what sticks around. Like that's still kind of like somewhat like a thing, I think. Like I, I think it, I it's know still the, used. I know the Konami code. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, I guess it's kind of cool uh, that it's like classic. It's, it's, it's interesting what sticks, you know. It's a piece of video game history. Stuck around. But yeah, I got nothing else. Uh, Adventure Island 2. I am fond of the Adventure Island games. Yeah, you get, to, you get to ride dinosaurs. Hey, look at that. Star Tropics had dinosaurs you could ride. It'd make a lot more sense. I, for some reason, as a kid, I didn't glob onto the whole dinosaur thing as much as everyone else did. Like, were you a dinosaur kid? Did you have, like, dinosaur t-shirts? I mean, dinosaur t-shirts. I, I had dinosaur t-shirts <laughs> as a 20-something. <laughs> I have one framed on my wall. I was so fond of it. Tyrannosaurus yeah. rad. It was like a Jurassic Park? Yeah, no, it's just a cool dinosaur with a skateboard. <laughs> he skates boards. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Honestly, I do. I do think it's fun to still like wear like a monkey ate my homework T-shirt. Like I don't know, there's something funny about wearing like those old T-shirts. I should get a Magic School Bus shirt. <laughs> now I want to make a cursed Magic School Bus shirt. I'm in for that. Yeah, I, I don't know um, how I skipped the whole dinosaur phase. I missed it. I feel like the dinosaur phase was in its heyday around Jurassic Park, which would have been 93. So it was like before you were born. So yeah, it may have just been that. I, th I think most kids might. I think there was kind of a dinosaur gap because I felt like kids older than me were into dinosaurs. 
I was into like. You asked me. Okay, this is what happened in my head when you were like, did you have a dinosaur phase? I thought of the Jurassic Park toys where the dinosaurs could have battle damage. So you like, oh. it's a triceratops, but you can like blow off its side, revealing its rib cage. <laughs> Jesus. So when you were yeah doing action figure playtime, you could have a guy fire a rocket launcher at your dinosaur. And, and like take, actually take out a chunk of them. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of a cool toy. That's cool as shit. Yeah, fuck so, yeah, man. So I guess I did have a dinosaur phase because that was ready to go. Yeah, mo- honestly, most of my dinosaur phase was, you know, those like, sponge pills you put in water and then a dinosaur sponge pops out timeless yeah, yeah that's really that's really it for me that that's my dinosaur experience as a kid well there's still time to have a dinosaur phase because i had mine when i was like 28 so <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's still time a little bit late It's an illustration of the Battletoads. Battletoads. Battletoads are cool. I've been hard on the... Uh, You've been the, hard on them. On the, well, on the illustrators. I was going to say, this is not a very good illustration. Oh, come on. I'm sorry, illust- Nintendo Power illustrators. I, I, think, I think it's cool. It's just not very, it's not very good. Like, I don't know. It's, it's back in the day. People didn't have the art, the art tools we have nowadays. It was, it was harder. Also... With much respect to Rare, I think the Battletoads are lame. <laughs> hey, screw you, man. Right, Battletoads are awesome. Actually, I, I really like, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I actually don't feel anything towards Battletoads. I mean, if you could hang out with the Ninja Turtles, or you could hang out with the Battletoads. Battletoads. Dude, yeah. they, they, got, they got like cool spikes on them. Yeah, but like, are they, the Ninja Turtles feel like, you know, it's like we're going to goof off, we're going to eat some pizza, we're going to watch some TV what do the Battletoads do? Battletoads are for sure doing drugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. They're doing drugs. They're for sure doing They're going drugs. trick-or-treating when they're like high schoolers. Yeah, they are. They are. They are that wolf kid. Yeah, it's, it's the wolf kid. They hang out with that wolf kid. They're like three wolf kids who like made a group together. They, yeah. They brag about the their dad's porno tape that they pulled out and like watched yeah. in the VCR. And they're like, they're definitely doing whippets. <laughs> Whippets under the bleachers at school. <laughs> they smoke. Uh, oh, what's a gross cigarette to smoke? That, oh, this is a thing you probably didn't experience, but like uh, the, there in my high school, it was like there was constantly like big thing of kids getting in trouble for smoking e cigs. Oh during, yeah, during school. And they're definitely, they're definitely. I, if the battletoads don't wear shirts, but if they were, they'd definitely be in the middle of science class taking a taking a taking, taking a drags off their e cigs, blowing into their shirt. Oh my god, that that was a thing. Yeah, people would have like they would have it like the pen stick out of one sleeve and like act as if they're like arrested. <laughs> like uh, you know that like hot dog sketch for tip from the Tim Robinson. <laughs> oh my god, it's like that where they're just like pretending to like just be sleeping and stuck up in a pen, and then oh, they switch so lame. Then they switch to the other one and blow the smoke into their other sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> that that is. Yeah, we just had like smoking in the bathroom, sneaking off campus to cigarettes smoke. Cigarettes would be like, harder. People smoke actual cigarettes in the bathroom. Yeah, it's, you I, you can't really get away with that, can you? That was a smoke. You know, it's like eight, there's as of the 1980s, that was a thing, and it continued through to the 90s and the 2000s. I did not start smoking cigs, but you until, weren't allowed to do that in school, right? No, you'd get in super trouble. Yeah. But, you know, so would it just be occasionally like a teacher would come into the bathroom and be like, it kind of smells like cigarettes here. And then like someone's hiding in the stall. They chomp in and they're like, what is, what is this? <laughs> Who did this? Were you ever like scared of the bathrooms in high school? Mm. Like, I think when I, 
my freshman year, I was a little spooked to like go to the bathroom. We had our own campus. They kept us isolated from the- Just the freshmen? Yeah, the, we had a freshman campus. So we were kind of set really? off on our own. I don't remember being especially afraid. Maybe I just was going in the right bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I actually don't think that was a thing. I just think that was like a thing. I just think you were like, that was almost like a rumor of high school. Like, it's like, oh, you don't like go to the bathroom and get like bullied. Yeah. I mean, in general, junior high is an unpleasant like space. I, yeah, did, I, think I didn't like junior high, high junior almost high at all. Junior high is worse than high school. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a miserable experience, I think, for everybody. Yeah. If you had a good time in junior high, that's You're when fucked. you peaked. Yeah. Yeah. To- yeah. Totally. It's all downhill from there. Uh, <laughs> you were a fucking battle toad if you had a good time in junior high. <laughs> Only battle toads. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. Are you ready? This is the Beer Break, brought to you by Howard and Nestor. Hey, I'm Nestor. Um, glub up that beer, my friend. Here we go! Hey, it's me, Pimple, of the Battletoads. Hey, what, what are you doing in my front door, drunk? What's going on? Hey, you, you, could, do you have something to say? You, you listen to my radio show? Drive time with pimple in the morning. Pop that pimple in the morning. K Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where you. 1997's like, Southern California. Where you drive time of the year. Piss off guests. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of fun back in the day. <laughs> you, me, and the other listener <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Seth, why, why are you drunk in front of my door? I was telling you about uh, me, with, and the, me and the boys. Why, are, why is there glass shards all over the ground? Yeah, it's, I smashed my <laughs> smashed my bottle of Thunderbird. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, yeah, what are you, what are you trying to sell me? Uh, Battletoads are going on tour, but uh, it's not important. Never mind. Your hands are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the guys. Hey, we're back. Yo, yo, yo. Featuring... We're going to the Game Boy, the portable gaming system. We're going deep into Game Boy. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I have nothing to say on this whole section. I regret how I just said that, but yeah, yeah. we can move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's move on. Let's get out of here. Hey, this next uh, this next feature, the inside story of NES. <laughs> we, we are, we're just skipping it. Yeah, let's go. No, no, we got to talk about this one. Oh, yeah, this one's kind of cool. I uh, Yeah. Uh, this is just a... Te- they've done a couple of these, but it's a technical breakdown of the chips and stuff inside the NES control deck. And this is super neat. It's talking about stuff that I did not know a lot of specifically, uh, like the RF modulator. So you're talking about like old tube TVs, how they took a digital signal from a game and turned that into something that you could, basically it's a broadcast signal because it's going out through RF. Uh So it's not like a, a RGB or digital connector to a TV. Yeah. You're literally tricking the TV into thinking that it's getting a signal on a channel. On a channel, yeah. Channel three. Also, they call their uh, graphics processor the PPU, the picture processing yeah. unit. Very fun. I don't call it that anymore. Yeah, it's it's always like seeing old tech. I do. Will you, in, I've been playing Elden Ring and Dark Souls games. And yeah. I always like that there's a lot of lore there. But I never will ever actually read the lore. I just I just kind of be like, oh, look at all this information. And oh, you I'm don't just, go to Vadi's channel and watch all his lore <laughs> no. videos. I do, and I'm just like, it's, I'm excited that there's totally lore. Do that. And I'm like, oh man, look at all this information. This is great. And I don't read any of it. And that's how I feel with these like 
inside scoops on like how games work where I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. Technology is so neat. It's so cool. How like bare bones it can be. And you can keep on zooming out and out, but I never, ever actually read these. I never actually like have the inspiration or uh, this desire. This is not knowledge you're going to use. Yeah. Like I never, like I like it in theory. Um, but Unless like I was getting paid to learn how to do this, how how to work it, yeah. I don't want to learn how to like learn all the intricacies, even I, though it's very cool. I watched a video on how the NES draws graphics for like scrolling levels and stuff. And yeah. They do touch on that in this article where basically you have the is it nine hundred and sixty uh, blocks of pixels on the screen at any given time where you can put in sprites and stuff. Uh huh. That you know the NES draws those blocks at. 60 frames a second, you know, 60 times a second. And in addition to the viewable area on the screen, you have X blocks that can draw stuff off to the side to prepare for the next part of the level. So they're touching yeah. on Super Mario Brothers. It just builds it to the right because it just scrolls one way, but Metroid has to go both ways and da 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 da. And yeah, absolutely. I'm never going to program an NES game. I'm going to, yeah. I'm declaring it now. It's not going to happen. Well, it's, it's just, it, it is because like I am learning how to program at this moment. And it's interesting, like, because uh, nowadays, like you kind of, it kind of literally, like, have you ever played Katamari Damacy? Yeah, it's like the world of programming is just getting bigger and bigger. Like we're slowly yeah. getting every every. It sounds like just, and I don't know if this is fully true, but like the farther in we get, the bigger. It's just like, oh, you don't need to know why. Like you know, originally we had to program in how to multiply. Like the the way uh, learning how to multiply, that's not a thing that computers just know how to do. Yeah. We needed to program. How do you multiply? What is that process? If you were to like draw it out on paper, what would you need to do? What a, what, what needs to happen? And you can learn that, but you don't fucking need to. <laughs> Did you ever? Have you ever done any research on some of the stuff John Carmack did as breakthroughs in like three D game programming? No. There is a thing that he did, I think, in the Quake era that made games run exponentially faster in 3D, and it was just using an inverse calculation. I can't even describe it because yeah. math does. It, I don't fully understand what's going on. It's, but it's so cool because I mean, it is like this big universe of people just baton passing information. And when someone builds the baton, it is cool to like try to go back and like understand why that baton got built. Like, what was the complex math equation that created this? But you don't need to. Yeah, you don't, need, you don't need to know. Once it's solved, it's solved. It's solved you yeah. don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's it's really daunting to look at other craft and kind of skill based things. Yeah, and it's like I'm glad I'm just gonna stick to like making stuff, making stories because that is its own. It, yeah, I mean, incredibly it, complex rabbit writing hole. Writing and programming feel similar. Yeah, and and you pick that stuff up and. It, it, yeah, I, I want to live adjacent to one forest to explore, not yep. five forests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah for me eventually, like because I'm learning with the plan to work in it. I would not be doing all this stuff if I wasn't planning on getting money for it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's how I feel about learning about games writing, which is its own strange beast. And it totally, looks like yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a skill set. It's it's fundamentally different in how it executes to other types of writing, how it's like supposed to interact with the reader and how it, how it's delivered and all that stuff. And and there are these weird little subtle rules. Yeah. And yeah, I'm specifically and now you're that. like in a whole new world. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 there's a lot of crafts and like it's each one is very complex and there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's a GI Joe game. One of the, 
can't remember if this is the good G.I. Joe game or the other one. <laughs> that's a good G.I. Joe game. There's like one that's pretty good. Rare probably made it. That's not true. Yeah, that's probably rare. Those guys on their horse farm. Uh, in the preview section, now playing. Did this, Indi- the, they mentioned Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Did this game come out? I'm not sure that it did. I don't, I don't know. We should check. Uh, the only Indiana Jones I, game I played was Lego Indiana Jones on the PSP. Hey, this, uh, there's a Harlem Globetrotters game in the spreadsheet. Getting low marks. <laughs> should try, yeah. try Indiana Jones and Harlem Globetrotters. I guess yeah. it did come out because they have scores up for it. Yeah. I, I, all right. Actually, this next game is crazy. Princess Tomato and in, in the Salad Kingdom, yeah. Would you be down to read uh, the where is the prin- is Princess Tomato? Could you could you read that paragraph? Where is Princess Tomato? First of all, could before you, I start, I just want to say both the layout and the images from this game look fake. Th- this game is a virus, but uh, continue. Is it a mind virus? Is this, is this it, like uh, Polybius? Is it gonna it, have, give me visions and Slenderman will start chasing me? It's just it's the amount of like strangeness of it's just this is so odd this whole game princess tomato and the salad kingdom is so weird dude should we put that beat games camera gave us over this since yeah. we didn't do the rap yeah we forgot there's in the letter section um there was a rap that we meant to read like a kid wrote a rap it wasn't actually I, any okay good not, yeah it yeah. wasn't that funny fun. honestly but um friend of the show games cameron um made a beat for to rap over that he really we, delivered we, we forgot but so yeah, let's uh so yeah instead we're gonna rap uh the by rap the, the, the description of princess tomato in the south kingdom to a nice rad beat uh let's see here we, we go here. uh get, uh, get a go get the get it going i don't know hang on get slant what, what's your uh rapper name mc chris <laughs> mc chris okay <laughs> that's our <laughs> The name's taken. <laughs> is, that, is that already? Yeah. yeah, I'll be Eminem. The salad kingdom is in a pickle. Me and Minister Pumpkin plucked Princess Tomato and split for the Zucchini Mountains. Her grief-stricken father, King Broccoli, wilted away, but not before begging courageous Sir Cucumber to rescue her. <laughs> Just so many vegetables. He's one valiant vegetable, and he is accompanied by a plucky persimmon who helps him dig up clues and get to the root. Of the problem. Yeah. Clever enemies. Try to make Sir Cucumber. Is it Sir Cuke? Sir Cuck. Sir Cuck loses school. I I think it's shortened of Cucumber. Uh, Fast fingered farmies bent on harvesting are only the first. Who can they trust? Mr. Pear, Mr. Corn, Radish Ron. Some of you meet. Some of you meet, admire Minister Pumpkin. Others would like to see him made into pie. Some of you may admire. Some you meet, comma. Some of the people you meet may admire. Oh, so, oh got it. The got grand it. ruler, um, uh, Papa Pumpkin from Spinach Heights to Salad. My rapping name is Papa Punk- Pumpkin. Papa Pumpkin. Yeah. MC Chris from Spinach Heights to Saladoria <laughs> to the Minister's Castle. They're brave and wise, but when the fingers are flying, can they squash Pumpkin and save the princess? That f- yeah, I honestly felt like you were doing um, spoken poem. I was <laughs> doing a little beat poetry. Yeah. Uh, thank you, games, for that. Yeah. How, uh, does it feel like they, there's too many vegetables in that in that description? Do you, do you agree? I don't know what the. 
I don't think this game is real. <laughs> I know it's fucking weird. Is this a paid advertisement? It it almost seems like this is like an April Fool's joke. Hudson Soft made this is a real game. I actually do want to play this game. All right, we're we're gonna try this after we record. Yeah, we'll we'll try this, this game out. Indiana Jones and the Harlem Globetrotters game. Princess Tomato and the Salad Kingdom. Yeah, what how wild of a fucking description is that? Just the half of it was just half of that description was just names of vegetables. Who is this for? I don't know. I have no who, idea. I who is this for? Because it's not for me. I feel like there might be like a this is like the room. There might be like someone like they spent six million dollars. Yeah, they like spent a ton this, of money. We don't. No one knows where the money came from. This guy just showed up. <laughs> he, he's clearly ten to fifteen years older than he said he was. Yeah, he can't act. I yeah. I feel like whoever the protagonist in this game is, if there is one, is whoever. That's like a weird fantasy of whoever made it. Fucking yeah. We I, I do want to play. I, I like this game. Does not. This I feel like we have to show someone this in seven days, or a, our salad is going to kill us. Yeah, we're going to have to kill somebody else by showing them the salad game. Uh, we'll send them the the song so they can read the description. Too. Yeah, there we go. Player pull contest. It's the Ninty Power Awards ninety. The, yeah, it's the Nestors. Nestor is back to uh, bless us with uh, the best games of the year. Yeah, it's this. Do you, do you do you like follow the Oscars when it happens? No, no. I also don't follow. I only follow the Nestors because they're in the magazine. Yeah, like we I have to. At this point, I'm like, uh, at first, I was like, ooh, reward season. Like the Nestors, this is kind of fun. I don't, I don't care. It's like the Oscars now. For I like, I'm just not going to pay attention to it. I guess the only thing I have to say is that this is the era of Nintendo games I was really familiar with because it was about the time I had my NES. So all the stuff they're nominating are games that I played and like. You oh, know? cool. You got Batman. You got Castlevania 3. You, you, kinda, you, you, got some, you got some skin in the game here. Yeah, these are like uh, these are the games that I knew from that era. So you're going to be like mega pissed if, you're, if your games get shafted? Yeah, if uh, Batman does not win best graphics, and say, I don't know though, because the other ones on here are good. Is there, I, man? Since I don't watch the, how is there a lot of drama in the Oscars, and and vice versa? I wonder how much drama there is in the Nesties. I wonder if there's like know. if like Batman comes up on stage and says that um, that he felt like Mario deserved the best show over. I'm gonna let you finish, but first, <laughs> Mario is the all-time greatest. <laughs> It's like stealing the uh, the award from Trevor Belmont, or it, it's a uh, gi- <laughs> the Gizmo from Gremlins. Yeah, but Mario's it's the drunk. Kanye Taylor Swift drama. Mario's blacked out for his acceptance speech. <laughs> he's been he's been hitting those mushrooms. Hey, hey, too cla- much mushroom classic, juice. Classic Mario. Uh, yeah, it's another one of these. Um, I I almost missed this, but um, they mention here that this is also the contest, and the winners just get a bunch of game cartridges. We'll draw twenty five cards from all the entries, and those lucky winners will get the chance to pick ten hot game packs. Yeah, it kind of seems like they put like a lot of set dressing on a bad contest. Yeah, that's a that is a bad. Didn't they have they had a contest in the first year where they just gave away like seven hundred game game packs? Yeah, I, it's. I mean, I guess when you do the nesties, you don't have to do good prizes, but it really, like, it, like, if there's no vacation, it doesn't really feel like a contest. 
best bad guy, Gremlins. Gremlins did a new It's just Dracula, Castlevania 3. Okay, I mean, this is just a popularity contest. <laughs> like the Oscars, like the Channies. Like, yeah, ooh, I said it. boom. Take that, listener. <laughs> uh, we're here at Counselor's Corner. Uh, where's our counselor picks? These boys look uh, disturbingly put together. I don't like it. Yeah. Not a mullet in sight. Uh, some of these hairstyles kind of hold up. Not really. They have, there's like a specific 90s hairstyle that's got like, it's not a comb over and it's not styled, but it has like a poof at the front, like a part that's not a line. It's like yeah. a, a single point. I feel like we're going to have hairstyles like nowadays that the majority of our hairstyles aren't going to hold up. Like, do you think man buns, when, you, when people are looking back, they're going to be like, oh, those look cool. I don't know. I think probably not. I think they're already out, right? They, yeah, they are out. But like that, like it's like it is crazy that like constantly whatever hairstyle is cool will be made fun of in twenty years because they're all stupid. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't really have that <laughs> problem. Yeah, honestly, I think you made the right call. Yeah, you should shave your head. <laughs> you should get out of the game <laughs> while you, while you still can. Yeah, I mean, my my hair is just always slightly unkempt. It's <laughs> <laughs> my style. More Maniac Mansion in here. I would, I would play some Maniac Mansion. I wish there was a version that was spruced up with voice acting. Yeah. Well, we're here at the top thirty. All right. What do we got at number five, Weston? It's Mega Man Two. And what do we got at number four? Mega Man Three. Interesting. What's that number three? Hang on, I lost my place. Oh, we're Crystallis. Ooh. The fake Zelda. The the. What was the story Kyle told where his uh, older sister was flirting with the guy to get the recommendation for Crystallis? Yeah. Great. <laughs> and what's that number two? Uh, Final Fantasy. And coming in at number one with more than twice the votes, uh, Final Fantasy is Super Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario 3. There we go. Great game. Almost no new games in the top 30 this time. No. Mega Man 3 gets in, though. It, it's a rising star. Yeah, but that wasn't even... That's still the month before. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, celebrity profile is Rain Pryor. I did not know Richard Pryor had a daughter. Oh, this is Richard Pryor's daughter? Yeah. <laughs> she Named she, Rain. Yeah, it, and it's spelled R-A-I-N. Nowadays, it would be R-A-Y-N-E-R-R. Is Rain a common name? No, not it's, really. But it's, it is a name. She's, feel, not, she's not the only one named Rain. It's it's like a cool it's a cool fun name. Yeah, I feel like there's other rains running around. It's kind of a cool name. It's like people, people who are less. I don't know if this is. I'm gonna never mind. What? <laughs> I was gonna say something about how people named Summer should spell their name S Y M M Y R. Is it is Summer spelled spelled like Summer usually? Yeah. Yeah, it's just S-U-M-M-E-R. Yeah. Well, Maybe not anymore. Yeah. Uh, she was on Head of the Class. I don't know. It, it's it's fine. She clearly loves video games. She had an NES in 86, so she's like actually playing games. However, they did it again. They did the thing where a lot of her quotes sound really written. Yeah. Did she mention the uh, the Game Boy power pack? Did she mention the battery she pack? She does not mention the battery pack. <laughs> But she says, oh, yeah, her tip about how to play the game. For me, the best strategy in Tetris is to line up all of the blocks on the sides and leave the middle open. 
That way you have more time to maneuver the blocks as they fall. All right. Okay. It, it, it just Rain people prior. don't people don't talk like that. Yeah, it's it Howard all, Phillips does. This is all fake. <laughs> Rain prior doesn't exist. All fake. Richard Pryor has no kids. Packwatch uh, Power Blade is like one of the kind of unsung. It's a, niche a, it's a gem. NES gems. And what about uh, Euphoria, the the biggest TV show? Uh, yeah, they. Uh, I guess Euphoria is based on a video game. It's based off of video games, but the it's the Euphoria here is called UFO Oria, and it's about space. Uh, do you feel like the show Euphoria? Would you? Do you think it could also be called UFO Oria and have aliens in it? Do you think that'd work? I feel like I've left planet Earth when I watch every episode. <laughs> have you watched Euphoria? No, I really want to. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Apparently it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and like harrowing. <laughs> they, have a, they have a write-up here on the winter CES, which is the st- still-in-existence consumer electronics show. Hey, they, we're they do it in January. We're still going. Did you read any of the details from this? No. If you So they break down... They did this the prior year too, where they talk about just how big Nintendo's booth is. Cause like Nintendo had the one of the biggest booths at the show, if not the biggest. Yeah. And they, the details they have here, they have an hourly live show on a soundstage. Hmm. They have Darth Vader walking around to promote the Star Wars game. They have all these. They have like Mario crowd surfing. Yeah, it's it's they have like baseball stars, Hall of Famers promoting baseball. Like this booth. This two-page spread on CES dramatically undersells how crazy. Yeah, I would love. I feel like they're just like shooting bottle rocket to like the other stands. They're just. I feel like Nintendo is like rowdy and. Yeah, this is dealing the show. This must have been. There's some. I've seen like VHS tapes of the 1995 CES. Yeah, and this must have been crazy. And that's like these aren't like we. There's. What was the video game one that's that's big? The E3. E3. That's kind of dying, right? Yeah. I, the, I, the, I, I think trade shows in general might be. Trade shows coming, going might, on the outs. Might be on the way out. We'll, we will see. We'll see what happens. Uh, they do talk about the Super NES. They, they show off some of the early Super NES games, including the Ultraman <laughs> game that came with it. Uh, speaking of not really a giant robot. But yeah, kind of. Ultraman's like an alien, right? But doesn't he like fight Godzilla at one point? He fights giant monsters. Yeah, uh, there we go. Ultraman. This specific Ultraman game is based on a live action Ultraman show they shot in Australia in English Ooh. that I used to watch as a kid. Ultraman Towards the Future. I've never, yeah, I've never seen any of them. It's uh, it's a super bizarre thing. It's like uh, Italian Spider Man, <laughs> you know, Japanese Spider Man, where it's just like, yeah, how, does, how does this exist? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like the garden adventure that the, the salad tomato adventure we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't exist, but it does. <laughs> but, it's, but it's there. Uh, Taking up space. That Ultraman show, full of content, incredible score. Really, like this bombastic symphonic <laughs> score. It just shouldn't be that good. Huh. I got the. I, I remember I wanted the soundtrack for years, and I finally got a hold of it maybe like a decade ago. And I was listening to it. I'm like, this is incredible. No <laughs> wonder I love this show. Hey, that's awesome. Oh my god, is that it? Is that the magazine? I think that's it. Do we do it? Oh my god. Oh, well, there's Howard on a horse. 
Uh, there's a, just a picture of Howard, the creator. Howard has he, entered his. Uh, he just has a. He just signed c- a horse. Cigarette commercial era. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, that would be so funny. Just uh, every. He, uh, there's just a photo of Howard ripping a cigarette, saying, "Hey, kid, these ain't so bad." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna launch this horse over a fence, but first, cool Let clean me rip cigarette. A Mario, uh, Mario brand cigarette. I want to see Howard and Batman arguing at the Nesters during the presentation. I'm, I'm curious. Was there ever a Mario cigarette? <laughs> Maybe a candy cigarette. I think there was, in spite no. of all the laws that there were not in the '80s and '90s. No. Uh, that was a stretch. Yeah, there there was a law about marketing cigarettes to children. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would not have. I, I feel like, yeah, that, I mean, that would be a, that'd be pretty crazy. But I, I don't think I'd be like blown away if that was a thing. Seeing all these pictures, Howard is definitely the face of the magazine. There's a lot of like Mario bowls and like bongs. Sick. But like, I, I like our apparently like glass, that's not official though. <laughs> but yeah, apparently like glass blowers can just do anything. Apparently, there's just no rules. <laughs> apparently like i don't know like if you go to a glass like if you go to a bong shop there is going to be like a king kong bong and it's like there's no way you're allowed to sell this what what is it about the you being shocked by the idea that a glass blower could just make whatever they, they want make whatever they so want. funny to me <laughs> is, that, is that not there's crazy? Just no, there's, it's just chaos <laughs> these, these bong makers can just, uh, just do, and they're selling them I could do uh, Margaret Thatcher we gotta, uh, <laughs> wear, wearing an umbrella as a hat we gotta we gotta shut them down can smoke weed out of Margaret Thatcher's head. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like I feel like they're. It's it's like the one thing. This bong that, is just Ariana Grande's torso. <laughs> How would you know it's her? It's yeah. Uh, it's it's the Pete Davidson collection. Yeah, <laughs> it's just five a, Pete Davidson heads in like a little cluster. <laughs> all the different eras of Pete Davidson in one. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's like some. Um, uh, like bongs will like change color. It's like the Pete Davidson, his hair changes color to like the, his newest hair color. Uh, if you could have a bong that was made in any image, what would yours be? Um, Aside from the Pete Davidson one. Okay. You already said that. Yeah. All right. So any, any, we would both own Pete Davidson. What would be my custom? Uh, uh, what would I customly ask for from a glass blower? Yeah. Well, you, you are the glass blower. Oh, have you have all the skill in the world. But, but I'm, very, I'm a skilled glass blower. Yeah, you're amazing at it. Okay. You went down the glass blowing rabbit hole. Um, what, what would I do? Mm. I think I would make it like a, you know, like the Game of Thrones chair made out of swords. Uh huh. It would be a bong made out of a, a bunch of tiny bongs. <laughs> Game of bongs. Game, game of bongs. A song of a song of ice and bong water. A, a song of uh, only fire, weed. This jam. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's my answer right now. I, I like a, a very open to change. What, what, what would you? Maybe my my bong would be a big PBR tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> that actually be a sick bong. It's a bong that's just a, a bong that is just a massive PBR tall boy. I would do and like the pl- place you suck in would be like literally if you were to be drinking the tall boy. That'd be I, cool. I think I gotta go with a Ultraman helmet. Just so, a helmet? Well, yeah, like the big bug eyes. Um, I mean, if if I had infinite skill for blowing glass, or what if what if it the bong was like a was like a chewed apple? 
You know, like how you make bongs out of apples. Well, that's just that's just a pipe, right? I guess that would be a pipe then. Uh, I mean, it would be pretty funny if the bong was shaped like an apple yeah, with, with the kind of, pipe hole cut in it. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of fun. Smoking weed is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hey, hey, we made it. We're at the end of the. Hey, can you pop the sound effect for the level clear in Mario? The yeah. Oh, I actually, I, I, I was not confident that was the right one. Sick. Got it. Wow, we made it. Uh, we got to do our. We got to rate Howard Nestor in the submarine. I'm gonna go ones on the board. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> just right. No explanation. I'm, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. The comic sucks. <laughs> Both ones. Right. Where, where, what about you? Uh, I'm going to give the artist of the comic a two. Really? I do like the art. I, I think it's better than a two. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, yeah, The my opinion of Howard and Nestor is coloring the art. Yeah, it's a good, I, it's uh, a good. I, Yeah, I'm going to give the artist a, a solid eight because it's, it's a great looking comic. Um Howard and Nestor get twos, and the Battletoads each get a zero. Oh, man. Oh, shots but, fired. But if the Battletoads uh, want to bring some malt liquor over and hang out, uh, <laughs> as long as they show up at my uh, apartment before 11 p.m. So, you know, I don't like go to sleep because I'm old and uncool. <laughs> <laughs> they can't show up at three a.m. drunk and just start slamming on my door. I'm in, I'm in for that. Energy. I I I'm gonna go hang with the battle toads. They get eights for me. Hey, we're just gonna th- smash bottles in the uh, Taco Bell parking lot. You in? Yeah, I feel like one of them. Like one of them brings me to his muscle car and he just has a shotgun that he's showing me. Yeah, that's definitely one. <laughs> 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 this is absolutely one of the battle toads. And he accidentally shoots it off and like is like oop. He doesn't kill anyone, but he definitely shoots it off, and it was pretty dangerous. Yeah, he shoots it towards the freeway, but it's probably far away enough it didn't do anything. Yeah, that's definitely one of the Battletoads is sad about a, a breakup. <laughs> yeah, and he just he won't shut up about it. Yeah, he's, he's like alternately, like they're all trying to be uh, drunken idiots. Like these are townies, right? The Battletoads are townies, yeah. apparently. And then, yeah, one of them's like, I'm sad about Diane. And... <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason that's the worst one yeah yeah he's just um i'm sad about a girl can i shoot the shotgun yeah he's and he's <laughs> it's it's uh rash rash is the one who's sad about the girl. <laughs> yeah and he's just punching holes in the walls P- pimple has the shotgun pimple shooting the shotgun and then zit uh, uh zit zit's dead <laughs> Zit was the the one who got into meth way too young. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Uh, R.I.P. Zit. R.I.P. Zits. (laughs) That was the episode. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Hey, thanks for listening. If you made it all the way to the end. If it's the end of the... Like, comment, subscribe. Hey, subscribe to our our, our content. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you liked our content, Uh, there's... What if there was more? There might be. We're going to keep making it regardless, but... That's content. It would be cool if you were just like, hey, man, you guys did good. I give yeah. you a you solid filled, 8 out of 10. You filled, you filled some, We're filling space. Like the world of podcasting, it's a hole that needs to be filled, and we're filling it. Boom. <laughs>
playing with podcast podcast is brought to you by the podcast power players power team music by games cameron find back episodes send us emails and do cool stuff at our website now you're playing.com it's your with an e because we know how to do grammar